0: Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this young lady. On. Her name is Gail Huff Brown, and she is running for New Hampshire One. That's the con- congressional district in New Hampshire, and uh, she's the Republican nominee. Uh, uh, Gail, uh, amazing! Actually, you're not the nominee. The primary is coming up next Tuesday, isn't it?
1: It is. We have the last primary in the country, so all eyes are on New Hampshire, and it is going to be a uh, it's going to be a last minute finish because there's a lot of excitement in the race. We're doing great. I'm excited about uh,
0: Tuesday. Uh, I, want, I want to play for the people who are watching and listening the ad that you put together because I think this is maybe the best ad I've seen in the campaign so far. So let me run that and, then, and we'll I'll talk to you about it.
1: It only took them a year to give us rampant inflation, record illegal immigration, and a crime wave. They botched Afghanistan and started teaching our elementary school kids gender nonconformity. It's just not right. I'm Gail Huff-Brown. We need to change direction, finish the wall, stand up to socialists, and teach the woke a lesson in common sense. That's how we make America great again. I'm Gail Huff-Brown, and I approve this message.
0: Now, you can see that because we're doing this via FaceTime, but that was amazing. And here's why I think it's amazing. The Republicans, for some reason, are weak-kneed, and they have no backbone, and they won't say exactly what people are concerned about. Gail, we are scared to death of the crime wave we're watching. We're scared to death of the open border. The economy sucks, and, and for some reason, um, uh, Republicans, many of them, want to nuance this stuff. Uh, wh- what made you say, look, <laughs> I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm an American, and we've got to stop this garbage that's going on? Talk to me.
1: Well, you know what? This whole campaign, all I've talked about for a year and nine days to be back is my life experience. I am a mother. I'm a new grandmother. I'm a military spouse. I care deeply about the direction of this country. My husband was uh, serving as U.S. ambassador overseas. I served as president of the diplomatic spouses. We came back to a very different America under Joe Biden. In fact, we hardly recognized it. And it was the Afghanistan withdrawal that pushed me into the race that day. I said to him, I said, I am so tired of complaining. I'm tired of sitting on the sidelines. I either step up and do something or I shut up. So I have a promise to my family. If I don't go to Washington, then I will shut up. But we need to bring some common sense back to Washington. This is desperate.
0: You know, I want people to, to, to know about your family. They, some of them might already know, but Scott Brown is the former senator. He's your husband. You've got a daughter. Now, which one of your daughters was it that we were rooting for on American Idol? Because I know we were rooting for somebody.
1: Yes. Well, thank you for rooting. Ayla. Ayla Brown just had a baby a couple of weeks ago. Oh, nice. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Barrett Scott, we call him Baby Bear. And uh, he lives in Weymouth. Uh, Ayla and the baby and the father live in Weymouth. And then we have another daughter up here who lives in Portsmouth. She's a veterinarian, and she had a baby girl a year and a half ago. Wonderful. We have two grandchildren now. (laughs) It really was my grandchildren that pushed me into this because I... I just, after my granddaughter was born, I looked at her and I said, what kind of America is she going to grow up in? Will she have the kind of freedoms that we've had, like hanging a flag in the yard or, or being able to see, say God in public? Will she have the just the opportunities that we've had? Yeah. And we lived overseas in a socialist country, and I don't want that for my children.
0: It is uh, Gail Huff Brown again. You can go in uh, and uh, support her for Congress. Gail Brown for Congress com, and it's the word for F O R Gail Brown for Congress com. Go and support. Her. Go, go and check out that ad on her on her Twitter on her webpage as well. Um, the ad is very very impactful. So I just stopped right before we did the interview, Gail, and I checked out Scott's Twitter, and he's like a guitar player now. He's like a rock and roll guy. So so uh, after serving in Congress, uh, after serving uh, as the ambassador um he he, i guess he figures he's done with that for now how do you approach it with him hey maybe i should run for congress maybe i can go and do something do you have that conversation with him
1: Uh, i had the conversation he was not happy about it at first (laughs) um yeah i mean who would be happy about their spouse running for office right now it's very toxic politics is very toxic there's so many extremes on the right laughed and and very little coming in the middle so he was uh upset about it in the beginning but then he became very very supportive and he has been my number one supporter he has been so much help but yeah now he he has a band he serves on boards he coaches the uh middle school cross country and basketball teams nice. he um he still does some things for fox news i mean he stays very busy but he loves being a grandpa he absolutely, he's always adored babies and loves children. And for him, having two grandbabies is the greatest gift in the world.
0: Well, you know, it's interesting because I've got two grandchildren as well. I've got five daughters. And, uh, and in watching them coming to the world, uh, I try to compare it to how it was when I was their age. I was born in 1966. And, and, and as I was growing up, yeah, there were tough times. And, and I wasn't really old enough to, re- to realize the 68 riots and things like that. But America got a lot better. Then it got worse. Then it got better. Then it got worse. So we see these ebbs and flows. But this seems to be a much more extreme change than we've seen any time recently. In the past year and a half, crime has skyrocketed 300% in some cities. Murder is up 30% just in New York City. How are things in New Hampshire? Uh, Are we seeing the same sort of things in New Hampshire where people feel less safe? Is the economic impact just like it is everywhere else? Fill me in on what's happening in your district.
1: Well, I will say this. People are very concerned about heating their homes this winter. We've already been informed that... They are raising the uh, energy prices more than double. So people are very, very worried about heating costs. Uh, paying for gas, obviously, and paying for food is a huge problem. Yeah. So, yes, those are by far, by far the number one issues. But also fentanyl. I mean, I'm sure you know New Hampshire is one of the highest overdose rates for fentanyl in the country, at least per capita. Yeah. And that's a Concern. I went down to the border. I went down to the southern border. I was so concerned about how that fentanyl is making its way up here to New Hampshire and killing our young people. And uh, it was it was really sobering to see what's happening. It is a true crisis. It's actually worse, I think, than what people realize. I also went to the northern border, and uh, and I saw that they're taking our border agents from the north and they're sending them down to the south because of the problems there. So. We do have a, a serious problem here in New Hampshire with the fentanyl overdose deaths. Uh, in terms of crime itself, we certainly don't have um, the, the number of deaths and shootings that we're seeing in other cities around the, the country. And I think in large part that is because this is a very conservative state. Yeah. It is the live for or die state. We have a Republican governor, a Republican legislature, a Republican governor's council. I mean, this is a very conservative state, and we take our liberties very seriously.
0: And I don't blame you. You, As well, you should. What's interesting about your your mention of fentanyl, I'm in Texas. I'm from the Northeast originally, but I've been in Texas a long time now, and it is bad here. But i got to tell you, as a Texan for 17 years, I'm startled to hear that New Hampshire— is one of the highest per capita fentanyl poisonings you know that, that we'll find in the country. 110,000 deaths every year, dying to this poison coming across the border. H- how do you stop it? If you should become the, the, the representative from that district, how do you stop that? I mean, there are people in Texas who literally are saying, if we can drone strike terrorists in Afghanistan, why can't we drone strike the cartels that are that are killing Americans every single day?
1: Well, it doesn't make any sense, does it? There are two things that we need to do. Number one, we need to change the policy. We need to get rid of the asylum loophole that allows for illegals to come into our country, stay here indefinitely, waiting for their asylum hearing, And then we never hear from them again. Of course. They get free housing, free education, free food, free everything. And our veterans, our homeless people, our elderly are out in the streets. That's a huge problem. So we have to close the loophole. The other thing is we have to finish. We have to finish the wall. We have to finish the wall. It is the only way that this is going to work. We are not a nation without borders. We are not a nation without borders. And as soon as we get into a place where we can go back to remain in Mexico. It was working under President Of course Trump. it was, yeah. As soon as we can go back to a policy such as that, I think that we will see a much, much, much better situation on the southern and the northern border, which, of course, New Hampshire borders Canada.
0: Right. And, and, and as you said, if they're pulling Border Patrol agents away from the northern border, then you might see more of that uh, illicit uh, drug activity and so on happening in the northern border as well. We've got to protect our country, period. Uh, it, doesn't, it didn't you know, go by me without me noticing. You said make America great again in your ad. Uh, I'm a MAGA conservative. Um, uh, you're running as a Republican. You're a mega Republican. Joe Biden has said you and I are enemies of democracy. You and I are threats to this country and to our Constitution. How do you respond to that? And how do people in New Hampshire respond to hearing the president say that
1: the biggest threat we have to this country is the divider in chief? Yes, Is. Joe Biden. I mean, he is working to divide this country. He has been a politician for his entire life, and all he knows how to do is to divide people and to divide Americans. The speech that he gave to so-called heal the soul of America was devastating for this country. And it's devastating to hear from people around the world that are looking at us right now and saying, what are you doing, what are you doing? So yeah, we need to make some serious changes. The reason I decided to run is because I believe that we need some pragmatic common sense in Washington, D.C., and right now we don't have that.
0: He literally attacked 75 million of us, which is amazing to me, um, and, and it's not okay. Then the next day, he tried to walk it back, and then, then karine Jean-Pierre tried to walk it back. You can't walk it back that he has, he has at least verbally made for a new civil war. It doesn't make sense. It's Gail Huff-Brown, Gail Huff-Brown, for, congress.com, Gail Huff-Brown for congress.com Go there and support her candidacy. The, the primaries next Tuesday in New Hampshire. Ha- have you spoken with uh, former President Trump?
1: Spoke with him when we got back from New Zealand. Scott and I served almost four years overseas, amongst the uh, longest serving in the administration. I served as president of the diplomatic spouses and. Um, so we, since we've gotten back yes of course we've spoken with him and talked to him about our, our tour of duty there and talked yeah. to him about you know thoughts we had about ways to change things and make things better with the State Department and in the Foreign Service um, will he weigh into this race if that's what you're asking I don't know yeah. um, he hasn't indicated that he will or won't so we aren't sure whether or not he plans to enforce.
0: No, I'm not I'm not living in New Hampshire so maybe you can fill me in are you taking on the incumbent is there somebody who's also running for the seat you're running on a pose how does it look for your nomination
1: so there are 10 people that are running in the primary on the republican side and we yeah no it's a huge 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 group and then uh we are all running to uh face against chris pappas who is the democrat who is running for his third
0: term now is chris pappas somebody that you think that district would would want to hold on to why why is there a democrat from what i believe to be a very red state
1: That's what I can't figure out. You know what? From all of New England, we have six states, of course, in New England. We have 33 federal delegates in the House and the Senate. We have 32 of them are Democrats. Wow. One Republican. Susan Collins is the only Republican in the entire federal delegation from New England. And that's wrong. That's just wrong.
0: Well, I hope that you you can do something about that. I certainly am pulling for you. I've been a fan of your, of your family, of your husband, your daughter, certainly when she was singing on American Idol, and, and now I'm a fan of yours because again, uh, when, when you and I connected on Twitter, you, you, I immediately clicked on your face and, and watched that, that ad and I said, this lady is doing what she should do. And I don't, I'm not asking you to comment on Oz, but I'll give you what I've said on my show if you haven't caught it. Um, uh, Dr. Oz should easily be winning in Pennsylvania, but he's not because he's shopping at the store and buying the ingredients for some elaborate recipe. Instead of saying, holy crap, people are dying in Philadelphia every day. Holy mackerel, we can't afford to put gas in our cars. Holy mackerel, you know, the education stinks in our schools. So you really have hit the core items uh, and the core issues. How is it looking in the polling? Are you you polling well? Are you polling well right now?
1: Yes, we're doing very, very well. And I think it's very important to talk to voters about what really concerns them, not about the things that or not about the things that, you know, politicians think we should talk about. We need to go into their living rooms and their kitchens and talk to them about the issues that really, really affect them. And until we do that, we are not going to win races. I am doing everything I can to talk to people where they are in their workplace, in their kitchen like I said, in their dining rooms, so that we can really appropriately address the issues in this country.
0: Uh, It is, uh, again, Gail uh, Gail Huff-Brown for Congress.com. Gail Huff-Brown for Congress.com. One one last question. New Hampshire is so important, first primary state, uh, when it comes to presidential elections, just like Iowa is the first caucus state. uh, Those two states are seen as sort of the the bellwether. What's going to happen? Well, let's see what happens in New Hampshire. Do people tend to go and vote? Is there going to be a big turnout on Tuesday? will it be a big turnout on Tuesday do you think
1: I think we're gonna have a good turnout I think um, there is some uh, political I think uh, frustration I think a lot of people feel like well post-COVID we we live in a very different world there's no question about it but I think people are energized to get back into the voting booth I think people are really energized to get new blood in Washington and certainly I am that I have never run for office um and this has certainly been an, uh, quite the experience i'm glad i've done it and i'm glad i stepped up because if we don't step up and do something the same people keep getting in and we have to stop that
0: republican candidate for new hampshire one that district i hope goes to gail huff brown go to hell uh, gail huff brown for congress.com gail huff brown for congress.com gail thanks a million tell scott and the family we said hello and let's talk again after your big win on tuesday I appreciate you, Gail. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much.
0: All right, back after this. Stay right here.
1: This is the Joe Pegg Show.
0: Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. You can find out more about Gail by going to Gail Huff Brown for Congress.com. You know, I got some reaction. Other people, there are 10 people running in total. And some people are mentioning Levitt, Levitt. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Um, I'm not in New Hampshire, so I don't know who the 10 are that are running. I know that Gail reached out to me. I liked her ad a lot and I like her family. So, um, uh, I certainly support the message that she had in the ad and she's going to do what she says she's going to do. She's a good candidate, but there's somebody else out there that you want to find out more information about. Go ahead and do so. I am not actively, and we have this conversation all the time. I don't actively try to find out who's running for every congressional seat or else I'd have 435 seats available times five to 10 candidates. I could not interview them all. But when somebody reaches out to me and her message makes sense, you damn straight, I'm going to have her on the show, and I'm glad that she came on. Uh, let me tell you about uh, tart, ch- uh, tart cherry gummies. These are from the makers of Super Beats. Super Beats, you guys, have, uh, you've been taking the Super Beats heart chews. They're great for your blood pressure, your blood flow, your circulation. Well, the makers of that item, tart cherry gummies, they've got that available for you now. If you work out like I do, and you're going to get inflammation from working out, exercise also gives you aches and pains, tart cherry gummies are a great way to to support your metabolic health, and to take care of those problems. These are gummies. They're made with clinically studied tart cherry extract that's up to 40 times more concentrated than many other tart cherry extracts. Just two tart cherry gummies are the antioxidant equivalent of 16 ounces of tart cherry juice, or 100 cherries, if you can believe it. They're vegan, non-GMO, and really important to me, they have no sugar and they're delicious. Formulated by a team of scientists led by a Nobel Prize winning doctor, Tart Cherry has been clinically studied to support metabolic health and again they taste absolutely great. Jump on these right now. Get up to 35% off Tart Cherry gummies plus free shipping at mytartcherry.com/pags. It's your best offer available anywhere. That's mytartcherry.com/pags for up to 35% off Tart Cherry gummies. Again, mytartcherry.com/pags. Make that happen and make it happen right now. All right, next hour We're going to have Jeff on. He is running for governor. Republican running for governor. Great state of Massachusetts. Those of you outside of Massachusetts know that Jeff ran against um, against uh, um, uh, Elizabeth Warren for senator last time. He didn't win, but he got more votes for a Republican than any other senator uh, Senate candidate. I believe that's the story. We'll talk about that during the interview. He's running for governor now. And remember, Maura Healy is the person who's running. And the Guardian, or whatever that paper was that I read from yesterday or the day before, says she's poised to be the first female gay candidate to to be the next governor of Massachusetts, basically saying Jeff Deal has no chance. Well, that's not the case if you look at the polls, and Jeff Deal does have a chance. And those of you in Massachusetts listening right now, we've got several great stations in Massachusetts. You're going to want to hear from him about how he's going to make your state better. I think he's the right choice. We'll have that at the bottom of the hour. When we come back, I'm going to sing my song Tuesday morning. Keep it here.